Is it just spaghetti that makes you poop? You don't poop with the rest of the of the food. No. Oh no, I can't. I can't shit unless I eat spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare condition, but the doctors say it's real. My whole digestive tract has developed, has adapted to my silly habits. <laughs> now my body's as silly as the treats I eat. <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Hey, welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I always feel like we're doing some sort of weird sex thing when I call it. I the know adult it podcast. does. It sounds a little dirty. We could, do, but <laughs> well, we but, are a little dirty. We're we a are a little dirty. dirty. That's that's true. Uh, my name's Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And uh, you guys, you just caught these little tigers by the tail. And, oh dear! Uh, we're we're wriggling around trying to get away, but you got us a uh, two. You you got a good a uh, good hold on our tail. You got tails. two. You've got two fists wrapped around a thick tiger's tail, <laughs> and, you, and you are not letting go. Oh, this tonight, boy. this week, everybody, it is an adult podcast. So <laughs> put your put your ears. If your ears are under eighteen, you got to put them put them to bed and come back when you're a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about <laughs> pornography. <laughs> We're talking about earnography. Uh, no, no. It, it, the but fascinating we are probably... world of audio pornography. <laughs> <laughs> and then we do it. Yeah, then we do it. <laughs> we do it. <laughs> We're doing it right now. We're, <laughs> We're all, three, all three of us are... Welcome to Saturday Morning Tuesday's Audio Pornography. You and I are doing it now. It's an adult podcast. <laughs> we've, we've ended doing it, and now we're doing it again. Oh, the, 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 direct, the direct address, the you. Oh, that makes it so much more real. <laughs> oh, I'm doing you now. Oh, and you love it. You- <laughs> uh, hey, so we, we, uh, we, this is another one of our patron-voted specials. And the patrons, the patrons have told us exactly what they wanted, and they uh, they voted a tie. It ended in a tie, and we did Alf, which is now out on our Patreon which as a Patreon destroyed exclusive. My, destroyed my belief in our fans, and then I think Tiger <laughs> Sharks, who, Tiger Sharks may have saved saved what's left. Uh, uh, yes. whoever voted for Tiger Sharks is has a near has a has a place in my heart tonight. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This was more fun than Elf. I will absolutely <laughs> agree with you. That rock bottom basement has been uh, lifted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the waters have risen. The water level, like the water temple, uh, has risen <laughs> significantly. And uh, uh, thank God we're in Tiger Sharks and not Elf. But you should listen to. It's just we you were should, in a yeah. really dark place. We, we had it was to, a dark we, week. No, I, I, we, we should say this is, uh, this was a poll. So we have these polls active all the time on our Patreon, and you can vote on these specials for as little as one dollar a month. You can come on in and vote and get your voice heard, and you can vote as, for as many things as you want. It's not just like I want tiger sharks, and then you just hope what it is. Uh, and I think that's really cheap for something like that. So come and check out our Patreon. But yes, they voted. We did Alf. We hated it. We're doing tiger sharks today. 
I actually really had a lot of fun with it this. It was pretty fun. And I don't know that it will unseat my favorite villain of all time, Dr. Five Eyes, but there's certainly a contender. There's a contender in the mix. It really, uh, really is. Uh, yeah. So this one, this one is, uh, it's sort of the last of the Rankin-Bass, like, heavily inked monster animal alien people shows so we had uh we had thundercats which we just watched finally recently in our cats arc uh way way back in our podcast we watched a lot of silverhawks the second too much, one one might say one could say too much silverhawks and this <laughs> is the final one that they made called tiger sharks and it's that was very so bad similar. that it put rankin bass out of business basically they closed <laughs> halfway through making this show they couldn't couldn't continue um it's yeah. uh it's dumb as piss uh it's yeah. dumb as piss and i did enjoy it in in a way that i enjoy a lot of the dumb as piss shows that we watch but Agreed. uh this is uh this takes takes a lot of things to a whole new level. Well, um, I I actually and I know this is this might be getting a little ahead of myself, but I liked this more than Thundercats. Is that blasphemy? There, there is some genuine charm in in, and I think it's uh you know uh not just throwing uh shit at the wall till something sticks. It seems like it made an attempt to be a little have a little more levity than the previous two. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say there's good science fiction, but <laughs> the premise is treated with a a sort of a catch to it that I found interesting. They they sort of transform in and out of tiger sharks through this sort of portal in their ship. Yeah, um, magic water. And the, but our, the magic water, it's silly, but at the same time, it is an interesting limitation. They can't all just transform at will. To their super, yes, their super I, I was going to say something about that. Definitely is interesting. is a is a wrinkle that we haven't seen in almost any other transformation show. Usually they get like a medallion or a wristwatch or something <laughs> that kind of that they <laughs> or can just take a with phrase them. they say. Uh huh. Sure. Sure. Uh, but yeah, this is like this is a, a swimming pool in their house <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> that turns them into superheroes. And correct me if I'm wrong, it kind of seemed like maybe there were two swimming pools, like one to turn them fishy and one to turn them back, or were they both the same one? I think I they're the same. I think it's man, the same. Man, that science one. doesn't hold up. Man, that doesn't that doesn't really work cuz when you transform, no. you're still in the pool. Why would you not just like constantly go back and forth? Okay, we can't They don't do a good this. job explaining why they turn back. I think I guess well, except for it changes their anatomy. Some of them have to well, no, because they they don't breathe water normally, so don't, there's really you're no, thinking, nope. yeah. I'm thinking too. You're thinking way too hard about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, okay. So it might it might help. So so Thundercats took place on a spooky foreign spaceship world, and they were already cat people, and they were just cat people trying to you know live like cat people. They crash landed there, and this is their new home. Uh, Silverhawks were a bunch of like android humans that went into a new galaxy and were trying to be cops, I guess. Yes. Uh, this it's interesting because this is a show about like salvagers, like scientist yeah. salvagers. Junkmen. Yeah, just junk men on Earth, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're, they yeah. mention Earth. They're just people. Although they've got these they've got pointy ears and like yeah, some different so colored skin. Half of them, half of them are green and purple elves. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that was hard for me to comprehend i know it's sort of the future and they, i guess they mm-hmm. are intergalactic but the the fact that they're 
that this is a show about normal humans who transform into wild alternate egos. Fish uh, people. Half of them are are green elves. So what? There's not. Yeah, I don't really know. know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty unexplained. Well, um, what yeah. I would, what I want, what I want is to know that all three of those shows exist in the same universe. I feel like it would be so easy for that to be true. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, like, because Silverhawks also they're they're they come from Earth, but we never see Earth except for the first episode. Maybe maybe like scattered moments where they radio home and they send more Silverhawks. <laughs> mm-hmm. This show is significantly lower like animation quality than the first two. So I'm I'm curious what. I guess we watched a we watched a kind of beat up version, but it didn't seem like it would yeah. have the same. Sh- it had the yeah. same sparkle. Well, because well, it, this this didn't air by itself. This didn't no. actually get its own time slot. It was part of the the comic strip. Yeah, like a like a sort of variety animated program where it was just sort of there were these four different shows, and I think okay. So my my hot take on this is that I feel like Tiger Sharks could have been successful if it wasn't in such shit company. Yeah, uh, because when you look at the other three shows as a part that were a part of the comic strip, we've got a show called Karate Cat, which is like a cat PI solving cat crimes in a cat world. And also he uh, does com- he does ca- karate. Yeah. And we've got Street Frogs, which I guess is sort of like a punk TMNT ripoff. Maybe. No, it was it was hip hop. It was the first yes. cartoon about hip hop. And they right. were frogs and they hip <laughs> they hop. Uh, uh, they hopped. Ah, yes. The yeah. hop connection. I see. I yeah. see. I see. And then finally, we had the mini monsters, which is kind of like a Muppet Babies for the Universal Monsters, uh, with a main cast including Mummo, son of the mummy. <laughs> well, also Dracky, son of Dracula, and uh, Wolfie, <laughs> son of the Wolfman. It's it's where creativity went to die. Yes, Rankin Bass's name creativity is is in the toilet at all times. I think. <laughs> Well, yeah, because we have Lion O and we have the planet Watero. Watero. And we've got <laughs> fucking Mako. Seabury. Uh, and Walro. Yeah, Walro. <laughs> guess what Walro happens to turn into? A walrus. <laughs> Octavius, an octopus. Ooh, and not Lord, by choice. Orca, the orca. He turns into the orca. <laughs> Mako's um, a shark. Yeah, it is. It is up, silly. I, but I will say, here's, here's, here's a hot take about this show. Here's something that I find... Uh, incredibly annoying because you are the inventor of your own limitations. You know, you're it's your own mm-hmm. show. Do whatever you want. So let's imagine Andy and Austin are mm-hmm. sitting down. You're writing a sort of magical girl show about people who transform into some version of themselves, right? Some some yeah. souped up version. And the show is called Tiger Sharks. So I'll, I'll just just spitball here for a sec. What would you say? Maybe those. What themes would you be playing with? Uh, sharks. I would say sure. Definitely sharks. Ti- tigers? Maybe yeah, tigers. tigers. Mm-hmm. You got Okay. And and then I think tiger sharks are real sharks. So we can just kind of yeah. say that's two points. We can throw shark, an actual point tiger, tiger shark uh-huh. in there. Sure. Uh, yeah. The first transformation we see is a walrus. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, second is a dolphin. We don't even get a, our, our shark man until third. Um, but then we proceed to have uh, an octopus, an orca, um, a seahorse man? <laughs> yes, a seahorse <laughs> yes. man and an angelfish. <laughs> I had to look that one up because I thought he was maybe a sea monkey. <laughs> I didn't get it at all. I had to look it up. His name is Bronk, um, and it's like yeah, Bronco, Bronco, like, like seahorse. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. That's that one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah. only because it's the only one that's not that's couched a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. they're all so nail on the so head. Obvious. Otherwise, and then Bronk is just like, the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> just name him horse. Oh, like, am I the only just... one who got a dog shit animal? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Just be 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 pregnant? Yeah. What else? What else is there about seahorses? Yeah, exactly. And so this like group of salvagers finds the ability to turn into fish and they go to this other uh, planet that's fully covered in water and they decide to be fish police. Let's dive right in. You've got a tiger by the tail. Hold on, tiger sharks. Tiger sharks. Look for a spaceship with a sail. Hold on, tiger sharks. Tiger sharks. All right, everybody, uh, we are wriggling around in this uh, tiger shark water. They have us. You heard that you heard that theme now. You've heard yeah. that, that that catchy theme, but it's still not. I don't know. I don't. It's a little bit of a nothing burger. It, yeah. it is a little. It's It's got some catch to it. And while this is skipping ahead to the very end in in, in, the, in the discussion about music, the outro theme is. Has absolutely nothing to do with the show. It's it's so yeah, out of that's for the comic strip. Yeah, yeah. the outro yeah. theme is the comic oh. strip theme. I guess that makes it a little bit better. But I found it yeah. just sort of a strangely out of touch with mm-hmm. what the show even is. To just have uh, a strange while, little jazz while we're on that though, a uh, fun side note with those credits uh, for the comic strip. We mentioned the mini mini monsters. Is that what it was? Yeah, mini uh, Seth Green as a <laughs> right uh, in that show. <laughs> yeah, he plays uh, the like little a boy main character, twelve year old Seth Green or whatever is. Uh, mm-hmm was in that one of his first roles which is fun um but so so tiger sharks uh let's let's do the synopsis for our first episode this is tiger sharks episode one voyage to watero and i i want to <laughs> say watero because that's i do too it's just it, it's, that's how it's spelled if you look if you look at the wikipedia yeah i didn't i, I didn't expect them to spell it water o it's yeah. i mean i knew that that was the it was obvious what they were doing with watero and i've always kind of enjoyed it's a it's a silly gag. It's played to death, but just the future like different pronunciation of things that are normal is mm-hmm. kind of fun to me. I've always liked it. Yeah, but yeah, they don't go around saying let's dive into the water. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. A manta ray commander, T Ray, frees the old enemy of the Waterians. Captain Bizarrely, while the Tiger Shark Lorca is nearby preparing a downed spaceship for salvage, the Tiger Sharks prepare to help Lorca and head for the planet Watero. Captain Bizarrely is his own whole fucking conversation. Yes. T-Ray. Okay. They they basically this this should be noted to save effort time and probably money they basically used the same voice cast for all three of these fucking shows <laughs> and the villains in all three are all uh, what's his name Earl Hammond uh, so fucking Mumra Munstar and T Ray are all this same guy and it just sounds so samey and now now yeah. fucking Walro the old man with the cane who turns into a is walrus also is also Earl. Earl Hammond and he sounds just like Monstar and yeah. it, it's just it's very distracting for me uh, I don't there's know. a lot of fun distractions in this show like when when our when our you know boomer older boomer 
Uh, well, I guess in this time period, he would have not probably not been a boomer. But, you know, our older fat guy turns into a walrus. Uh, we cut to Octavia pretty thirsty for this half walrus, for this chubby old <laughs> middle-aged half walrus man. <laughs> oh, this is awakening things that I never knew about myself. Um, there's uh, there's <laughs> a bit of a touch count. There's also oh. the, the return of uh, a pretty horny brother and sister. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uncomfortably God. horny brother and sister duo. Just like fucking Silverhawks. What were their names again? I don't even remember. It oh, doesn't it was. Um, what, it, what was the gimmick? It was. I'm going to find um, out. It, no, no, it was like it was like something heart. Yeah. Steel oh, heart. Steel, steel heart. Will. Steel will. Yeah, and now we have Angel and but and Bronk. <laughs> Angel and Bronk. Angel and Bronk. <laughs> Angel and Bronk. We had Wily Kit and Wily Cat. There. Yep, yep. There's always a brother yeah. and a sister. They don't know how to iterate on their fucking structure. There's always an old guy because we had that old grizzled man who was too old for this shit in Silverhawks. We had oh, the right. literal, yeah. literal dead old man ghost in Thundercats. Yeah. It was. Anyway, this is it's such really a diminishing, diminishing returns is very yeah. true. You know, I mean, you just get the sense that this is it's like they're just checking boxes they think that is going to spell money. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's, it's done with zero creative intent. It's a palette swap. You know, what actually is kind of interesting, though, that I felt a vibe that I felt from this cast that I didn't feel in the other ones. I felt uh, a bit of a like Star Trek TOS vibe. Yeah, uh, with this I can cast. get that. I, I kind of felt like this was the crew of I kind of believe they the were USS crew, yeah. Enterprise, uh, but if they mm-hmm. were into water sports, you know, like <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But, I'm an adult the, podcast. I'm into everybody. Tusk play and water sports. <laughs> <laughs> the bold accents, though. I mean, the first you get, God, Captain, there we got a big problem there, Captain. There's a whole Dolph. bunch of things going on, and uh, the Irishman know, just Dolph, a, who turns into a dolphin. Yeah, well, what a fucking surprise, huh? <laughs> um, he turns into a pretty fuckable dolphin. He's yeah. so goddamn. There's a lot cut. of booty. Him, him, and Mako or Mako uh, have quite a bit of quite a bit of ass time on screen. Uh, yeah, their yeah. hands are squeezed tightly into their <laughs> dude, back pockets, dude, into their fish form. Because yeah. Walro invented this pool that turns them into fish, and they're like the first two that go in. And oh, Mako turns into a turns into a sexy shark, and then Dolph, who's already incredibly cut as a human, just turns into an incredibly cut he's dolphin man. Sleek. He just plumps he's, up. Yeah, he looks like he looks like he'd hard to like hold down. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and and like then there's this shot. There's this shot of them swimming to each other, arms open, and just just embracing. So happy to be fish. The first thing they do after they transform is go hug as fish man. It's pretty great. <laughs> Oh, we can finally do that thing we've been talking about. <laughs> God, it's it's actually it's actually really fun. And I, I do like their dynamic generally, even though we don't get to see too much of it because this show is mostly nonsense. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Significant. But it's nonsense. not it's it's nowhere near as bad as some other shows that we've seen. Uh, I, I would say it kept me interested more often than even some episodes of Mumesa. Right. Sure. Uh, it, it was kind of consistently interesting because I didn't know what was going on. And these two villains have an interesting dynamic where yeah. they are like they have like a like a, a, a truce for now. And they both fully intend to fuck each other in the first opportunity. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not in the sex. Not in the sexual. 
that's something I mentioned in uh, in Ninja Turtles, and it's it's yep. underutilized and it's really good. The uh-huh. Shredder Krang relationship is just solid. You can you can I, you can palette swap that a million times and find something there. Yeah. Well, so I think um this the the villain area is the only place they really did something iterative. Like the yeah. only time they really did something different and better. Uh because Silverhawks Monstar was just so clearly Mumra. He had to transform. He had to go through his whole like ancient he had spirits a thing he said every time. Yep. Yeah, he had to go do that and get out in his cool squid car and like go through the, the <laughs> dynamics again. This is a this is a bit of a clusterfuck as far as the villains are concerned, and I love it. And and it because we have these two sort of parallel factions on Watero. You have the Mantanas so that have arrived. Yes, the Mantanas. Let's talk about them first. So yes. we have. They they we get like one line of setup for why they're even here on Watero, which is that their home planet dried up and they're looking for another watery planet to fuck mm-hmm. around on. Yeah, and they love and, water. They fucking <laughs> unlike, love. Unlike Bizarrely, who wants yeah. to <laughs> remove all water from the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there are there are differences between these two, but the main one is their feelings toward Watero. Right. And uh, <laughs> and so so T Ray is a big angry manta ray man and he's yeah, got I'm a, a big angry manta ray. Ah. <laughs> and he has several minions. Uh the main one is a sort of snively yes man type named uh Walleye. Uh who's kind of nothing. But it's it's sort of like we've got this little faction and they drive around on a manta ray shaped spaceship that goes underwater and they spend most of their time underwater. Yeah, you can see the toy line pretty clear uh, yeah. in, in, in this setup. Yeah, they've got some cranky mermaids. The mermaids, the crave, the cranky craven mermaids uh, <laughs> who are so thoroughly uh, foilable all the time. Like when, Carper when and they, weak when, fish. <laughs> when, <laughs> Carper and weak fish. They look like aging mer smurfs. Like they yeah. do. They're gross um, and stupid. But they they were thwarted off of their saw car about as easily as I've ever seen on a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, they had a they had a chainsaw jet ski. They have a chainsaw jet ski that rocks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean in in, the, in canon, like everybody's really impressed with this yeah. with this yes. machine. Yeah, and I guess they only have one of them. Oh, it's also called a saw bill. Remember that for when you tell your parents to go get the saw bill from the Toys R Us. Right. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that's that's kind of their faction. Uh, the first thing that they do when they arrive on Watero and sort of the setup moments at the beginning of this episode is they just start blasting ice. They're like, fuck it. Fire the lasers. And out of the ice emerges Rory's new favorite thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we've got we've got we've got Captain Pizarre, who's been mentioned before. He's some kind uh, of ghoul ghoul commander. He's some kind some of ghoul sort of commander. <laughs> ghoul, zombie pirate sea captain. <laughs> And with him is this sort of dark uh, twist on like on Pup the Magic Dragon. That's the sort of shape we're looking at for a character yeah. named Dragonstein. <laughs> a... <laughs> oh, Dragonstein, the Frankenstein oh. dragon. Oh. It has taken so much self-control not to say Dragonstein before you got to say I Dragonstein. Know. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it. We've all had so much self-control. <laughs> The rest of the podcast will be Dragonstein questions. <laughs> oh, Christ. Dragonstein, he doesn't even talk. He's just like a weird Godzilla creature. He's <laughs> just a weird, yeah. Uh, and uh, he's got those he's got those little wings, you know. Um, 
for no yeah. real reason, just to just to fly in the face of of regular physics. Dragonstein <laughs> uh, just you know, and he flies around majestically on these little wings. Yeah. For instance, yeah. uh, I it's, like it's that. Really to me, good. is a thing about cartoons that I love. That I I don't know that I've seen very much, and 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 maybe not quantified was this absolute refusal of basic logic like we've seen things that are kind of clearly cartoon logic but this is a you could have drawn this thing with big you know realistic wings yeah and you could have and, and you could have shown it flying how it would have to fly with little ass wings but instead they just did neither and gave it tiny ass wings and also majestic as fuck honestly Roy, <laughs> it's, I think it's kind of funny fun. that you're the most held up on the wings aspect of dragon <laughs> i'm sign. not the most i just like it i am i'm, I'm quite just quite enjoy the the blunt uh, refusal of of any kind of attempt to put Dragonstein in a box. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Well, and and not, I mean, for me, it's the fact that, you know, a clear overt reference to Frankenstein's monster <laughs> is sort of existing on an alien planet. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he's completely subservient to Captain Bizarrely. And they just sort of make this really adorable duo. Uh, and I, okay, so this this is the thing that I most want to talk about with this show. There is a, an incredible scene where they like they sort of attack each other for the first time on this planet Watero. And bizarrely is like, fuck these guys. And T-Ray is like, oh, wait, they seem mean. I bet we'll be friends. Yes, we can trust him after all. <laughs> He's one of us. <laughs> and he throws up the white he throws up the white flag of surrender. They meet. And this is the conversation they have. It seems we are both on the same side, Captain Bizarre. We have the same cause. And what cause is that, Fishman? Why, evil, of course. What other cause is there? (laughs) (laughs) This This is the flimsiest reason to join forces. They don't actually have the same cause. They're both just assholes. And I love that that's all that the, I love that that's all it takes. They're like, okay, right. fine. Dope. You know, it is flawless child logic, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think maybe in a, if they hadn't gone the extra step of, of like then consciously showing that they're both scheming against the other, it would have really undercut the fact that they had two villains. I would have been like, ah, oh, they just sort of simplified it for the kids. But they didn't. They didn't. They allow us to sort of track along with these two villains sort of just like maintaining this uneasy truce, thinking they have the wool pulled over the other's eyes. And I <laughs> I do enjoy it. I actually really do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially their like diametrically opposed goals of it. Their <laughs> goals are not to necessarily eliminate the tiger sharks. They didn't know who they were. It's they just, you know, one loves water and the other hates water. It's just it's <laughs> it's silly no, 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 he doesn't. Hell. Captain Bizarrely doesn't hate water. He loathes water, which okay. he says multiple times like it's a catchphrase. I loathe the water. So meanwhile, the uh, the tiger sharks, uh, they're just, they have sent Lorca there to like just do regular salvage on a wreck they found. And importantly, surprisingly, this comes up in the second episode as well in a like odd show of continuity. Uh, this- they do have some like... Strange dedication and continuity that I wasn't expecting. It's a little serialized. Yeah. yeah. They they want this ship salvage because the ship was carrying two tons of X-400, which is some sort of just like super explosive. 
and they don't want bad guys to get a hold of it. And, you know, that doesn't end up meaning a ton, but like they bring it up again later. Anyway, that's the whole reason they're there. And Lorca gets captured and sends a distress beacon home. And then that's when Walro reveals that he's come up with a way for them to breathe underwater by turning into fish people. And then they all go to Watero and they all just sort of have a great time forever. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So Walro (laughs) explicitly says, hey, you know, it would be great if we could breathe underwater like fish do now watch yes. me turn into a walrus who does not breathe <laughs> doesn't underwater. breathe underwater yeah <laughs> and then oh hey dolph you want to transform cool 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 you turn into a dolphin which who also doesn't and make a note of it cannot also cannot breathe underwater what are you probably doing the, probably the first thing that happens to dolph is he's like running out of air must get surface dolphins need air mako dogs in trouble quick but, like, the fact that Walro, his entire stated goal is to allow him to breathe underwater with this machine. Yep. You d- you couldn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Uh, Not, like, three episodes later. Uh-uh-uh, we got you. you yeah, they can't breathe. It's, like, yep. literally minutes, seconds yeah. After <laughs> he said this is their one goal. And also, not to mention, Mako is just like, yeah, why the fuck not? Let's try it out. Let's transform yeah. ourselves horribly. Walro, in Walro's a terrible case. He is not a good, like, he's not a good salesman for this new magic, for this new machine. <laughs> as we yeah, just it's like if it, Jeff it, Goldblum came out as half fly and was like, hey, guys, you want to try out my new machine? <laughs> like, yeah, why not? <laughs> Fuck it. And, and they ask the question, but way too late. So they all get in the pool and transform, and then they all think, hey, so did you come up with a way to transform us back? Sorry, I'm doing my aloe voice, but it's very close it's to It might as go. well be the same, yeah. And and they, it's like, you thought of this now? You all jumped in the fucking body mod pool, and now you're thinking about what if we can't ever be human again? It's just crazy. It's it's absolute kid logic. I, I do love it. It's it makes It adds to the just sort of dreamlike craziness of this show. And so so this first one sort of... It, it wraps up pretty easily, right? I mean, they, they basically, they go and they they do a, a, an escape attempt. Uh, like we said before, they steal the, the chainsaw jet ski from the, from the horrible goons. And Dolph, like, rides it into the bad guy's lair. And they steal Lorca, who is like, what the fuck? You're all fish people? And... <laughs> And this is Dolph the wildest moment. Dolph and Mako, too, are, are, just to stop for one second, are no, 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 do, all do it, too pleased. Uh, they're all too pleased for the uh, for the contrivance of having to share one jet ski. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to have to pack real tight in this sardine can. <laughs> oh, I can feel all of your fish muscles against mine. Uh, <laughs> grab my fin for stability. I So when they get out with uh, with Lorca... It's like, oh, shit, right. He's a human and he can't breathe. Don't worry. Angel the angelfish girl shows up. She's in a, a water suit. And I guess that she can just channel air through her finger. And she puts her finger in Lorca's mouth. And he locks lips with her little finger and gulps down air like a little suckling baby. And <laughs> it's an alarming shot, I have yeah. to say. I, I, was, I was incredibly thrown uh, by seeing that for a moment. Uh, it, it's very upsetting because he closes his eyes odd. like he's in like he's like oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> love air <laughs> it's quite strange it's incredibly yeah. weird um you know what else is weird is our next sponsor oh 
Oh, yeah. Tell me what it is. Oh, what it is, baby. What it is is a new sponsor, and I, I would really, really like it if you told everyone about Teen Beef. Teen Beef, everybody. Let's get let's get into it. Let's just let's drop all pretense and get right into it, everybody. Because here's with Teen Beef, you have uh, when you go when you go to a farm. Uh, tell me tell me what you think. You get to and the farmer says, "Look out! Look out at my pasture and pick the one you want." Let me paint you this picture. He says, "Look out yonder! <laughs> look out! You know, look at these cows. Tell me which one you want." Okay, you can have wow. you can have this old boomer one with his dial-up internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the first cow. Your first choice is this is this one foot in the grave boomer cow who's just eating way more than his fair share of the grass. He's groggy and he's selfish and mm-hmm. he doesn't look healthy. And then it's like a gateway computer. <laughs> Wait, was the gateway computers were the cow, right? Yeah. 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 That's why it was a good joke. That uh, was a good one. That one's going right in the piggy bank. <laughs> now pan over. Okay. Now yeah. look at now look at now look at this punk rock teen beef. This fucking <laughs> hot ripped cow that's not even, you know, not even fully grown yet. He's still he's still getting bigger. He's still getting thicker. Uh, he's but he's got his uh, his cow mane is in a little, you know, is in a little pixie cut. Uh, he's he's smoking like he's smoking a whole pack of cigarettes, uh, just sure. like still in the box. He's just lit them all. I've heard of smoking beef, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I have to take the points. Out of the piggy bank now. <laughs> oh, and he's all—he's—he's he's every color of the rainbow. He's but he—and it's painted on with, uh, you know, with house paint because he doesn't give a fuck. He's not—he's not sure. You know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's not trying to make it to thirty years of beef time. He's just—he's living for the—he's living for the day. He's covered in house paint, smoking cigarettes, and uh, you know he's gonna taste. It's like a combination of. Uh, veal and uh, house paint and house paint (laughs) and it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting flavor profile so you're telling me that the choice that I should make with this farmer is uh, is the teen beef and not boomer beef I think you probably don't want the fully matured boomer beef that has no more room for new ideas and instead well what if it's cheaper what if it's cheap? It's not cheaper. Oh, this this cow has been costing the world millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, that old year. cow's been getting subsidized for sixty years, <laughs> dude. And he's got a, and the farmer's got a, you know, he's got to, you know, make ends meet now. He's got to figure out what to do with this cow that's just been taking and taking and taking. <laughs> that cow went to college for twenty dollars. <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, this probably won't be a surprise to you, but we have a Patreon. We mm-hmm. have one, it's great. Uh, love it. So far, uh, all of our patrons, 100% appreciation for <laughs> it. No complaints. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. And you can also be a part of that club, and we think you should. Yeah, and I, I, wanna, I wanna sweeten this as much as possible. The lowest buy-in is a dollar a month. That's like nothing, and we will still love that. So if you have listened to us for a long time and you feel like, oh, I could throw them a little bone, chuck us even just $1 a month, and that's yeah. dope. Extra beans at Chipotle costs more. One single bone. One Washington's bone. <laughs> One of Washington's what? bones. And with the $1 a month, you will get to uh, vote 
on the specials that we do, like this one. So you'll get to have your voice as a part of the the decision-making process for uh, these sort of Patreon specials that we do. Yeah, and when you rank up from there, you can get access to some incredible content that we've created exclusively Mm -hmm. for our patrons. Uh, And what kind of content we got? We've got uh, got an episode of an anime that we watch called Azure Lane, uh, where (laughs) girls turn into naval battleships. And... (laughs) We've got one about the Midnight Gospel, a Netflix show, uh, Duncan mm-hmm. Trussell's like weird podcast fever dream show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've got some Council of Dads content for all of our, our Council of Dads <laughs> fans. For all of the dads out there, all the daddies out there who need more counseling. Uh, we also recorded a video. Yes, that's a fun piece of content that we made. <laughs> uh-huh. We made Rory take the sorting hat test because we knew he wouldn't like it. And uh, <laughs> so we had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, and most recently we recorded, uh, as we mentioned earlier in this episode, we recorded a special about ALF, the animated series, uh, which just went up not too long ago. So if you're interested in that content, it's all available for you as soon as you buy in at a $5 a month level. And then we do have a final tier that gets you nothing but bragging rights at $8 a month. And honestly, we would love it in any any of those levels. They all super help us out and uh, allow us to grow the show. So if you... If you sort of find it within your heart and within your wallet during these crazy tough times, uh, we will appreciate you forevermore. Oh, big time. Also, here's an idea. Uh, just do one month and get all of the content and then forget to unsubscribe. That's that's <laughs> really like a cool, cool way that you can kind of just hop in and then keep paying us. Oh, and we, we call we call names out on the show, too. We'll call we'll call your we name do. out here on, in, on the show in one of these segments. So I think yeah. that covers it. It is it's it's dope. We have a lot of fun putting content on there. Uh, and how can uh, people find it? Ooh, well you can just go to Patreon.com/sadamtuesdays. That's S-A-T-A-M Tuesdays. We also link to it from our website sadamtuesdays.com, and it's just you know it all it all filters right on in there. So you know it's on you. If you can't find it, that's your. <laughs> you can probably Google. You can probably get away with Googling it. I bet that's true too. Uh, but yeah, so after after all that, thanks for listening to this. Uh, we're going to take you right on back into that lovely Tiger Sharks content. Mm, give it to me. <laughs> Are your kids monsters? Cap Minimon's the answer. And who can do hip-hop better than a frog can? Get down with the street frog. And hold on for exciting action and underwater adventure with the Tiger Sharks. All coming up on the... Well, we're back, everybody. And uh, we're back in the uh, in the adult chamber uh, talking about <laughs> these, fil- these filthy sex fish. And... and, and <laughs> Uh, you know, the trouble they get up to every week. Uh, so, uh, the, the synopsis is, is sort of the same as before. It's, it's a, the two episodes kind of bleed right into each other. Yeah. This one's called, uh, Sark to the Rescue. And we pick back up with, uh, uh, revived vigor in retrieving the, uh, the, uh, the MacGuffin, the X, X400. Yeah. Um, we also meet the Waterans, these, uh, pretty upsetting, alien fish monsters these sort of sallow-eyed goldfish yeah yeah 
and and they don't seem one to of have them's any... in a little bikini. The girl, the, they're, they're, <laughs> yes. they're they're this the, there's this council of three that rules the whole planet, and one of the fish monsters is just this really fuckable babe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, duh, you know, it's in 1987, baby, <laughs> and. and yeah, so they they're like they they appear to have absolutely no way of defending themselves because they they start like info dumping a little bit. They had ages ago their ancestors had sealed away Captain Bizarrely and <laughs> Dragonstein uh, in the <laughs> in the ice, and ever since then they had pretty much lived in peace. And so I guess it's sort of one of those like you know we kind of atrophied as a society. We have no idea how to defend ourselves now, and so they're asking. Because we had sharks. a really good iceberg, and uh, <laughs> we didn't think that would ever <laughs> that would ever uh, end. I guess. I guess it's it's well, a they... it's a fun little premise. It's uh, you know like some advanced society somehow becomes sort of childlike or inept in, in mm-hmm. from there. I've always I've always dug it. It, it can yeah. be a little played out, but it's yeah. It's fine. I, I don't get the sense that they really thought about that. <laughs> that's sort of how it comes across. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's interesting. I I want to point this out in case you guys didn't catch it. It's a really bad pun, but the area, they, they froze them all. Oh, Siberia. This, like, yeah. Yeah. In this area called Siberia, which, you know, is like is Siberia. Like, is like the sea and also Siberia. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. also confusing because when you're dealing with planets and time periods and stuff, there's also, I had that question of like, is this. Did this used to be Earth, and this is also, like there? It's old Siberia because Siberia is a place, and it's a real also place. cold, and it's uh-huh. also yeah, a cold, the, icy place. I'm on the exact same page. Plus, the whole shtick of this of this of water of Watero is is this <laughs> is this water world, water planet, and they spend a lot of time on Siberia on land. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why that's why I'm confused about uh, Professor Bizarrely's whole deal because he hates the sea. Why would you conquer this planet? There's yeah, leave, hardly dude. anything that's not sea. Go what to a doing? different place. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could be argued that he doesn't have a spaceship because he seems to be going around in what amounts to an old timey Earth pirate ship uh, with like future guns. But I don't really know. Again, I don't want to read too far into this horrible Rankin Bass show. But uh, it, it does. It does. Raise a lot of questions. Um, but in any case, this is the episode where uh, T-Ray agrees to go along and help Captain Bizarrely free more of his pirate brethren from the ice. And so we sort of start meeting the rest of his side uh, of those minions. And uh, they suck. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not good. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, one of them is a Transylvanian vampire samurai woman. So uh, <laughs> she's pretty cool, and I also like the, the thick man who can turn into balls. You mean lump? <laughs> lump. Yeah, yeah. That's soulmate. That's soulmate and lump, respectively. Uh, and I, I will agree with you. She was like some sort of fucking Rocky and Bullwinkle Natasha situation, and uh, but a samurai, I, I, and also a samurai, and I was there for it. Uh, <laughs> And so, yeah, it's it's bizarre. At one point, Walleye points out uh, the obvious flaw in what's going on, where T-Ray is helping him get more minions. And he's like, maybe this is a bad idea. Freeing these pirates will only make Bizarrely stronger. And he says, they'll help us take over this planet, and then we'll dump them. I see, like, like a relationship? Do you think it's going to be just that easy, T-Ray? Mm-hmm. just going to dump him? And he's going to go away? I don't think he's thought this one through. No. but No, they uh, haven't. 
But in any case, that's how we fill out the evil villain cast. Uh, right. And that takes up a lot of the episode, I feel like. For sure. Yeah. Um, not much happened, uh, if I remember correctly. Well, I mean, the main, the main thing that drives the actual plot is that Bronk and Angel trying to get their, uh, their dope chainsaw jet ski back, uh, they get captured and frozen in the ice. And so that's what makes all the rest of the heroes have to go and deal with it. And then that's right. why. And, and then this episode basically is about all three of the factions fighting. Uh, and so it's mostly nonsense. I'll, and yet I'll... the title is Sark to the rescue. And Sark is, <laughs> I think, the AI of the ship or the ship itself uh, of yeah. their Tiger Shark ship. Mm-hmm. And it does a thing at the last minute, but I'm not really uh, no. much of it's not really the highlight of the episode. It's not about well, most of what it does is on Octavia's orders. She's the captain and tells the ship what to do. So, like, are we just trying to rob the credit from Octavia or Absolutely. what? Because yeah. Octavia <laughs> never gets to do any dope octopus shit in either. No, of these episodes. because she's because she's kind of. She's always in, driving she's, the action. She's always driving the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Storage truck. That's right. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. They, uh, we never see her fish form outside of the initial transformation. In the intro, in which she looks dope, she looks really cool with all those tentacles. Maybe I just like tentacles. Maybe that's something about myself I should Maybe figure I'm just out. Trying to wrestle like... these tentacle eels. <laughs> but you, I wish you we'd know, seen it more. Well, we haven't mentioned. This is for all our fans out there. This is for patrons mm. who voted. But there is a dog. There is a friendly uh, dog, and his yes. name is Gup, and he turns into a guppy. Oh, no, he doesn't. Um, nope. He turns into some kind of, uh, like, sea lion. Because uh, <laughs> the little dog, the little basset hound, hops into the pool and does his own transformation. And mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, credit to this show for not doing a snarf where they could have done a snarf. Uh, and suddenly it can talk? Well, or that it could always talk. Look, there are green skin mm. elves that are part of the <laughs> quote human cast of the show. So like maybe talking dogs are not like off the menu, but thank God they were because uh, it's a cute, it's a cute dog. If you, if you want to have talking dog, you've got to order off the menu. <laughs> His secret me- the snarf menu. It, I, I still wish that they'd done something better than just a sort of cute Pikachu. Um, yeah, because it was kind of fun when the dog sneaks into their like jumps into their magic transformation space and it could have done anything. Right. The dog could have become a giant fucking, you know, well, dog. Yeah. I think that could have been a whole episode. Right. So totally. like in, in a lot of shows that could that would have been an absolute whole episode where they have to like follow around this like crazy dog who's turned himself into a very powerful fish dog. And he gets in all this like hijinks and the evil guys catch him and he saves the day at the end. Blah, blah, blah. But it's just like a joke at the end of the episode, the first one. And then now he's just like, he's just Gup. He's just a fish dog. Uh, we do have an interesting subplot that might be explored later where Carper and Weakfish notice the transformation mm-hmm. pool, the fish tank. And again, just the naming is. Fish um, tank, yes. Uh, fish tank, cool. Uh, but they, they see the fish tank and they see humans turning into fish people. And they're like, hey, we're fish people. <laughs> this is yeah. going to turn us into like this could people. rock. Uh, so this, that is the most interesting of, thing. It's so depressing that they just want to be people. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to walk. Yeah, they want to be where the people are. Want to see them well, dancing. 
honestly, that that's the most interesting thing that happened in either of these two episodes. I watched that and I watched them sort of raise the question of could we be humans if we go in this pool? And suddenly that was all I cared about. Like that's I was the second I'm, most interesting thing from this I'm episode. Legi- uh, okay. Yeah. Legit. After okay. Dragonstein. After Dragonstein. <laughs> yes. After Dragonstein. <laughs> but I, I'm legit interested in the answer to that question. What would yeah. those fish people look like as people? I want. I actually want to see that. That's that mm-hmm. sounds dope mm-hmm. and interesting. Like that's an interesting thing to explore in a show like this. Right. It's like the. It's like the 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 one thing I could give these uh, these guys the most credit for. Uh uh-huh. Like they might actually have objectives that seem logical. Like sure and and believable. Yeah. And it's like right. they're the only they're the only cartoon villain with any sort of real motivation you know sure some of them want to eliminate the sea or make everything the sea. but beyond <laughs> yeah, that to see the cool the power mo- the the <laughs> from my terrible, point of view the sea is evil the terrible mutants who just want to look normal is pretty compelling uh-huh yeah. well it, you think about like when we did our visionary special everybody oh, got God, all got powers back. everybody all got powers all at the same time yeah and even the villains interesting Right, even the villains, and it's interesting to have for the superheroes to get powers, and the villains to kind of be like, "Oh, dang, man! <laughs> well, that'd be nice if we just kind of had an even well, playing field, nice. wouldn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Um, most of it is total bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a thing that happens near the end of this episode when uh, Bronk and Angel manage to free themselves from their little ice ball by like rolling and crashing into Lump, who also rolls at them, and then the ice shatters. Anyway, they, the they get out. The ice ball plot is so it's 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 too nonsense to even describe. They're running from an avalanche caused by I think Lump. No, it's a different um, no, one, a different guy. Uh, it doesn't even matter. Grunt. I don't even know his name. Grunt. Okay, Grant. So they Grunt. get, and then somehow in the avalanche turns them into a snowball and then freezes them in some sort of uh, spherical ice prison. And then later <laughs> they try to roll their ice prison away, and then they fight a guy who can turn into a ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they crash. They get out. They're swimming towards safety, towards uh, towards the the Sark, their ship. And Angel suddenly does something that has never been explained. She's never done before, and we never get anything else ab- about. Oh, the which laser! Is the, the that she has like weird, like either telepathy or like some sort of sonar situation, and she shouts out, "Tiger, tiger, tiger, tiger!" And I guess Octavia hears her on the ship somehow and responds telepathically, like, "Hold on, tiger sharks!" And and it yeah, it's and they're not mystifying. transformed, so they're just they're just it's, people at that point. It's bizarre. Can, yeah. It's uh, do they all have nonsense. telepathy? Is this a thing? I'm looking up angelfish right now. I'm seeing if they do something like if if angelfish have telepathy. Long range communication <laughs> for the fish. <laughs> Rory's Google search history. It's like <laughs> do Netrunner strats. Do fish have telepathy? <laughs> I don't know why you think I'm looking up Netrunner strats. Like <laughs> writing articles for how to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple lines that i that i want to make sure we we hear or at least that i can clip drop because we haven't we, i i imagine this isn't going to be a very clip heavy episode so here's a oh, couple sure. things oh so, sorry do you have um moments that uh flummox do you do you have some, <laughs> some flummox moments that maybe we want to call out oh yeah what was his name do we remember oh, flummox fred the... <laughs> oh, flummox fred is here for us very special exciting new segment 
moments you can get this joke next to you. Uh, you can get this joke from our Patreon uh, for listening to the Alpha episode and learn about Flummox Fred and all of our for Flummox only five dollars a month. You can be in on the joke. <laughs> Uh, so Flummox Fred, here's a line from Flummox Fred. Permission to activate Tailfin, Octavia. Please do, Sark. Don't just talk about it, Sark. Whack the beggars. Righty ho. Whack the beggars and righty ho are, are nothing. Uh, uh it's righty o. Righty ho, are we just sort of invoking <laughs> Thundercats ho? I don't I don't exactly know what, what the writers were doing in that moment. Uh and then pretty much immediately afterwards, T Ray like freaks out in his ship and goes, what in the name of black and blue fish is going on here? I don't know what that means. It's fucking wild. I, I Tiger shocks. It's so funny to see. Uh, and this is true with all the other Rankin Bass shows as well, but a show that looks like anime and sounds like boomers <laughs> 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 looks like anime. Sounds like a boomer. <laughs> God, uh, the 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 way that they beat Captain Bizarrely at the end is, I guess they just turn a bunch of water into steam, and I guess his hatred of water extends to steam as well, <laughs> and he freaks out about being covered in steam and leaves, and they they win, they win. They call, well, no, no, they really win because they activate the tail wiggle on <laughs> Sark, uh, <laughs> because they were getting hit by the other tail of the of the the mantana ship uh the stingy tail and it was zapping them and then they were like activate the tail and it wiggles and it causes air to start getting into the submarine which is kind of funny it's like we're taking in air we'll drown it's a completely weird like it's just such an obvious anticlimactic you know final move yeah use the ship's use the ship's tail slap use splash (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's super effective <laughs> yeah said no one ever uh but it's that's how they that's how they win and you know they get the x400 from the wreckage and i guess that sort of little subplot is only going to be two episodes long because that's fun and done now and uh i guess they just continue hanging around watero forever for the rest of the show i don't really know what's keeping yeah. them there aside know, from a don't. gentleman's agreement with the watarians exactly yeah it doesn't make so. sense they don't have a house <laughs> yeah, they, they still have to go back to Earth, which I guess was so far away that the distress signal from Lorca in episode one took 12 hours to reach them. Uh, so, like, that's a trip. That's a big trip to make every episode if they don't just hang out on Watera. So I don't really know. Yeah, uh, I, I it is an interesting thought, though, that we've always advocated for wishing some of these shows like a Dinosaurs could be a little more serialized and not treat every episode like a, its own like movie that doesn't you know that pretends like viewers are idiots that you know can't remember anything it's kind of interesting with this being slightly more serialized that it does at times lead to uh weaker endings yeah because they don't have to wrap everything because it just sort of keep yeah agreed and so they can kind of do this sort of like little mini conclusion and then call the episode there because they'll do more later well and i mean we we have the example that the like extreme example that often gets memed about with Dragon Ball Z, right? Like the endings to those sure, episodes sure. are nothing. Right. Because it's just like tune in next time to see the scene after this. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Fuck you. Yeah. And, and I would also argue that a lot of, uh, you know, with, with Netflix, uh, oh. but you know, there, there is a, there is a, an over 
confidence. I think when when you get <laughs> twelve episodes to tell a story, you kind of forget to tell a story in any sort of satisfying bite sized yeah. amount of time. And uh, it's fine. It's just interesting to see a little bit of that happening right here. For sure. Yeah. Shall we wrap it up? Let's, Let's wrap, wrap it right it up. up. Well, I think we just about wriggled free from your grasp, listeners. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're slimy. We're covered in all sorts of layers of, of gross fish mucus. And we are, we're about to wriggle free and get out of this goddamn episode. But I can speak for myself, maybe for all of us, when I say that this was actually just a legit good time. Uh, I'm glad we did this. Yeah. yeah. Especially, uh, dra- dra- you know, uh, Dragonstein. Especially <laughs> Sir Dragonstein. <laughs> Dragonstein. St. George and the Monster. Dragonstein. Dragonstein was the scientist. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. I, I I think that there's a there's a there's a type of enjoyment that I can only have on our podcast when I know that this is a one and done and we don't have to watch anymore and I can kind of oh, go God, in with I that know. expectation and be like, "Cool, we're just going to vacation here and this was fun." Bye. Mm-hmm. Going back to my bed at home now where I can sleep comfy instead of this weird hotel. And right, I don't have to move in to Tiger Sharks and set up <laughs> no. set up my my Wi-Fi. <laughs> just just visit for a weekend. Yes, and and I it it's a really fun visit, and and it's actually it's probably a good thing that we're not trying to watch too much more of this because it is tough to find on the internet. There is yeah, yes. no no DVD release, no anything. Yeah, it is. It like we found one. I I, I think that at most there might be two more like complete episodes that i found uh but it's all just like weird like somebody recorded this on their vhs and found it in their basement and was like oh well i bet somebody would find this interesting and uploaded it um so you know let's actually let us know if any any of you find more tiger sharks because i personally would find it interesting just for like posterity's sake to like have and keep but uh yeah yeah. i'm hoping there's an arc for dragonstein (laughs) (laughs) we meet dragonstein's mom Oh no! I just had I just had flashbacks to Bonehead. Dragonstein's monster. <laughs> uh, uh, one thing uh, we didn't fully mention in the episode uh, that I know we're in the outro. We usually don't do this, but I just want to clip drop the really lackluster laugh line end of episode two. Besides, if we tiger sharks don't stick together, where would we be? Uh, out of our depth. Laugh, 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 laugh. And then, but then the laugh that they managed to do is just <laughs> such a pity laugh. It's such it, a pity it's, laugh. It's I a love canonical it. diegetic pity laugh. They sound yeah. like they don't think it's funny. They sound like they want to go home, and it's the end of a twelve-hour day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing they're recording. Speaking of the last thing that we're recording, thanks for being here, and uh, we're all going to see you next Tuesday. Damn straight.